Hey, how's it going, everybody? I feel like it has been way too long since I have done anything. I know I took a couple of took a took about a week off because I was on vacation in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, you know I just didn't have the time getting ready getting ready for for all that stuff to 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 put out another episode. And um, <clears throat> now that I am back, I am happy happy to do to do this again get back into it get back into the swing of things my name is jd junkins i am the host of sec saturdays i first and foremost want to thank each and every one of my listeners out there every person that's given us a chance we are gaining a whole lot of subscribers we are now available on every single platform out there um you know apple podcast and 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 uh, and Spotify and Amazon, we are out there with, uh, with all of all of the rest of them, and and I personally want to thank each and every one of you guys that have been uh, guys and gals that are actually listening to us and giving us a chance and letting us, and we're getting some great feedback from everybody, some you know some some stuff that people have questioned me on, and and that's okay, um, you know, I'm always up for criticism. I always love, I always love hearing back from everybody that. Um, I always love hearing back from everybody that actually listens to the podcast. That means that people are actually listening to it. So, um, again, I hope everybody is doing well on this post-election episode. I hope everybody went out there and voted and made your voice count. Made your vote count. I know I did. Uh, my wife did. And we are in the middle of watching all this craziness go on, but this is not a political podcast, so I'm not going to go into that. Uh, this is a sports podcast. Um, again, this podcast, all we do is we focus on everything SEC football because it is a, an extreme passion of mine to, to always wanted to do this, and so now I'm doing it. Um, this week's going to be a little bit different. We're only going to put out just the covering the spread this week, um, you know, uh, Due to due to you know um, getting back in town and everything, trying to trying to make sure that everything was good and, and everything was great, uh, uh, unpacking and and then you know yesterday having to go out and vote and I didn't get to watch as many games as I would like to have last week. I did get to watch the uh, the Alabama game. I got to watch the Auburn game, um, and that was really all I got to watch because you know when you're kind of outside of SEC country, they tend to not want to let you watch <laughs> watch the game that you want to watch. I mean, I think we had to I think we had to bribe bribe the guy at the restaurant we were eating at in Las Vegas to um to even put the Bama game on. And uh it was actually funny like uh, we were sitting there we were like, "Hey, make you put the put put the Bama game on this TV right here." And he's like, "Oh, I'll see what I can do." And, you know, no promises. And about, you know, about 15 minutes had gone by and we're like, "Hey, man, you think you can put the Bama game on there?" And then um me and my buddy were like, listen, we are really good tippers, and we will tip you really well if you put that game on within two minutes, man. That game was on, and of course, we did take care of the guy, uh, and so we got to sit there. Um, you know, we got to sit there in the restaurant we were eating at, have a couple of beers, and uh, and definitely have um, had some great burgers at the restaurant we were eating at, and got to watch. Got to watch a, a, a an insane blowout of Alabama versus Mississippi State. Uh, you know, first time first time Mike Leach has ever been shut out, and um, it was just an all out, um, you know, just brutal attack from Alabama. But with that being said, um, 
with that being said, we are going to kind of go ahead and just jump into this thing. Um, you know, we got a couple a couple teams uh, taking their bye week this week. You got LSU taking a bye week. You got Alabama taking a bye week. You got Auburn taking a bye week. Uh, and several others taking this is their bye week. And um, But we are up for some really great games this weekend. Uh, starting off the weekend with Florida and Georgia. You got Georgia coming in minus three and a half. Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, uh, I'm not really too sure how I feel about this one. Um, I do think Georgia has probably one of the best um, the best defenses in the country. Uh, hands down that Kirby Smart is going to have a game plan for Dan Mullen this game. Uh, it is on neutral ground there in Jacksonville. It is not going to be played at Georgia or at Florida. So this is a neutral ground game. Um, not that, to me, not that a lot of that has to do with anything. But, you know, you know, uh, or it doesn't have anything to do with this year right now. Uh, you know, being in the, playing, playing football in the middle of this pandemic, not being able to really, um, not being able to really, uh, you know, have home field advantage, have all your fans there, yada, yada, yada. So anyway, you got number eight, Florida, coming in against number five, Georgia. Georgia favored uh, minus three and a half. <clears throat> My personal pick this week is I'm going to call Florida for the upset. This has been the year of upsets, as we've seen so, so many so many uh, games in the past that this has been the year of upsets. This has just been a, a an insane year of upsets. Uh, you know, so many games that we would normally call the way that we, we, we have been have just gone the other way, you know, especially with Kentucky, you know, uh, they had like a little stint right there for, you know, for a couple of weeks where their defense was just playing lights out. And, and then, you know, uh, I think it was last week. They last week or the week before, you know, they they came back and they just did not show up against Missouri. Um, and those are also two other teams that you got not playing this week, playing their got their bye week this week. Um, but uh, give me Florida plus three and a half. Um, I think Florida uh, comes in and takes this one. Uh, you got. You got a great quarterback in Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts coming in, um, you know, as as one of the one of the, as probably the top tight end in the country right now. Um, I would definitely say next to, um, well, I would just say he's probably yeah he's definitely the best receiving uh, one of the, one of the top receiving tight ends in this in in, in the in the country right now, but on top. Uh, Georgia's biggest downfall that they've had this year has been their quarterback. Um, their quarterback is just, you know, to me, he's just he he's just um, he's just too short. He's too, he's five eleven, hundred ninety pounds. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett is is is. He is a great quarterback. He's got a, he's got he's got a great arm. He's you know he's he's very accurate when he can get those passes off. The only thing is you know when you're five eleven and you got a guy, 
you know, you got you got a defensive lineman, you know, that's six four, six five, six six, you know, that's just much taller than you that can get that get that paw up and and bat that thing away. Um, that makes a big difference in in ball games because you can't get the passes off. Um, and and here's the thing, Florida, Florida has a very very good defensive line and the, those guys are big they're all you know 64 65 63 you know um 320 330 340 i mean these guys are big these guys can and probably will get the job done um i think that um that florida coming in um I think that Florida coming into this to this game is really going to take, um, you know, going uh, going to take the game. Um, right now, like I said, I'm looking I'm looking right up here at a at a matchup pr- uh, predictor saying that that Florida or excuse me that Georgia's got a 63 percent chance of of winning this game. Um, I really feel that. I don't know. I just I really feel that that Florida's Florida's in it to win it because I've called it I've called this from the beginning of the season that Florida was going to win the East in the SEC that they were going to come in they were going to dominate they were going to control the ball. Um, you got you know you got and here again a lot Florida's defense has has kind of been overlooked in some aspects, especially they had a lot of guys return on that D line. A lot of guys in the backfield, their linebackers are playing lights out. Um, you know, these guys, they're, they're coming in only, <clears throat> only one loss, but you know, here again, so is, so is Georgia. Georgia's coming in with one loss and um, you know, Florida's one loss was up against Texas A&M who, who just who w- was at home and just showed up and played better football than just showed up and played better football. They I think you know they might have overlooked Texas A and M a little bit since Texas A and M was coming off of a uh, a loss to Alabama, things like that, um, and then really just kind of get shut out by um, by uh, by the Aggies. Now. A lot of people. I'm pretty sure that there's a few Georgia fans out there that are probably going to send me some nasty, probably send me some nasty, um, uh, some nasty emails saying, "How dare you pick Florida over us?" Hey, listen, these guys, these are just my predictions. Um, this is just kind of more of a gut feeling. Not saying that Kirby Smart is not going to be develop and his team are not going to be developing a really great game plan to be playing up against a very strong uh, Florida team. Now I do know that there are some uh, some suspensions from last week's game that are coming in uh, due to that 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 fight that broke out right there um, going into the half, uh, things like that, but. I still think that I still think that 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 Florida defense is going to be able to come in, break up a lot of these passes, get a lot of you know. We're going to see probably Georgia, if I had to pick it, probably turn it over at least at least twice, and Florida being able to um, having that power that power offense that they've got this year uh, with uh, under Kyle Trask and 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 everybody there. 
Um, I really feel that um, that they're going to be able to do it. Now, with that being said, Florida has to have, Florida has to 100% have a game plan to stop Zamir White. White is, I mean, yeah, he's not the typical back that you see, that we've seen in, uh, in, in, times past uh, at Georgia, you know, with like the Todd Gurley's and, and, and um, uh, Holyfield and, and all these other guys, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sonny Michelle and all these other guys that, you know, not have, you know, he definitely, he's good. He does not have the size though, where, you know, he's, he's, he's six foot, he's 215 pounds. He's still, but he's still quick. He's still fast. He can still break through that line. Uh, you know, he can still, he can still, he can still make or break the game. And I feel that George is really going to be utilizing him a lot more and the other backs that they have trying to wear down that Florida defense because that Florida defense has, I mean, they're going to have to step up no matter what. And they're going to have to get, they're going to have, you know, coming in on third downs, um, they're going to have to get, uh, Georgia, they're gonna have to get Georgia off the field after third down. Um, sorry, I'm looking up their statistics right now. Um, well, anyway, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um, but I do know that they have struggled a little bit on third downs. They have struggled, um, <clears throat> you know, not letting guys. Uh, get over on them and everything like that. But, but I really feel that, um, that George is going to be able to bat that ball down, having, having a lot of their, their, their defensive line, being able to get up in there, getting Stetson's, uh, getting Stetson's face and, and, and really bat those ball down. I mean, you know, I've seen this time and time again, where you have a shorter quarterback, um, you have a shorter quarterback that just, you know, just struggles to, to get over, just to get over that line. And so, um, are you trying to get over that D line when they throw, when they, when they're, you know, extending, you know, six, seven feet, you know, eight feet up, um, you know, it, it's really, it's, it's really quite difficult, you know, when, you know, so I think that's where I think that's where Florida's going to have a game plan to kind of keep the passing game of Georgia Georgia down. But here again, you know, when you're minus three and a half, you're really just kind of picking who's the winner of this game. But I like Florida in this one. I think Florida's going to come out. I think Dan Mullen's going to have a very good game plan uh, to come in and win this game. Uh, you know, Dan Mullen and his team they've got they've got some pretty great offensive minded. Offensive-minded guys, I think the defense is gonna gonna really show up and play lights out because they're the underdog. Uh, you know, Mullen in times past has really, I mean, a lot of times, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, you know, they're they're you know when he's at Mississippi State, he was always the underdog, and there was at one point, you know, in a few years ago where he made it, he was number one in the country, and uh, you know, I think I think that Dan Mullen's gonna use that. Uh, to kind of to kind of be able to come into this game and prove that he is the top contender for the SEC East because this is real this is the game that's really going to tr- kind of 
define who that SEC East champion is. And um, and I've I've said it from the beginning that I've really liked Florida. I've thought they've played really really good football. And so uh, give me Florida plus three and a half. Uh, or they're going to cover the spread. It's going to be you know, it's going to be a you know a twenty seven twenty four game against Florida. Next up on the docket, another two o'clock game on the SEC Network uh, channel. Um, you've got Vandy, you got Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State. You got Mississippi State minus nineteen. Do I think that Mississippi State is um, is what they were? I mean, yeah, they're coming in. Their only win is against LSU. And that's ever since that game, they have not played the same. Now they are wanting to come back and and after being shut out last week against Alabama, they are wanting to definitely prove themselves. Mike Leach is definitely trying to prove himself that he is a good he is a uh, uh, that he deserves to be here in the SEC. Um, have you know with that air raid style offense um, with KJ Castillo as the quarterback? I mean this guy this guy has put up some pretty amazing numbers. He's 134 of 207 with 1,283 yards so far. You know he's he's got he's at 1,300 yards. He's got six touchdowns. He's, I mean, he's a he's a good quarterback. I just don't know if he's in the right system or what, or you know, if it's just been the games that he's been playing against, or the or the games he's been the teams he's been playing against and everything. But with that being said, I really feel that uh, Mississippi State is going to come into this game. They're going to win. Um, Vandy just does not have have the talent. I mean, they, they have they have good players there. I don't want to discredit those guys. They have they have made it into. You know, to, they've made it in the SEC, but you know, Vandy. I've never liked Derek Mason as a head coach. I thought, you know, that he just he he always just seems to be playing like three or four plays behind. Um, you know, he, the the team loves him. That's great. The the school loves him. Um, you know, they're the the fan base. They love him. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt was a different team with James Franklin was there. You know, then he takes the head job at Penn State. But I really feel I just I just don't I, I really just don't see Vandy being able to come into this game and um and 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 cover the even cover the spread on this game because them covering the spread. I mean, this minus nineteen when you got a Vandy that's zero and four right now, and just they're just. <sighs> They're just not good at all. I mean, you got to – the closest game that they've held in there was Texas A&M, uh, you know, 17-12. to 12, uh, When they played LSU, 41 – they were, you know, 41-7. to 7. South Carolina, same thing again, 41-7. to 7. Um, They don't get to play Mizzou due to, uh, due to a possible COVID outbreak. Um they lose to Ole Miss 54 to 21. And here again, Vandy was able to put up numbers because Ole Miss has the second worst defense in the country. 
Um, that was a you know a great win for for Lane Kiffin and 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 the Ole Miss Rebels. Um, they needed something positive to happen. Now this week they're going in. Uh, they're playing at Mississippi State, so you know it's not here again. Not that home field advantage really has anything to do with it, but you do have the distraction of the 20,000 cowbells that are going to be playing or going to be ringing in that stadium. Um, look, I've been to game. I've been to games. At, I've been to a game at, uh, at, at uh, Mississippi state. And it was the hardest thing to to get over. Cause you know, you got fans with their, with their cowbells, just right in your ear, just ringing them things, just nonstop. And uh, uh, unless the teams are in a, in a huddle and, um, and even then you still, you still hear them. And, um, but I think Ole Miss is. I mean, excuse me. I think Mississippi State's going to cover this. I think that they're going to really just kind of give it to the uh, give it to give it to Vandy. And um, you know, this is a question that you know I've even said. You know, like how how many times does Vandy have to have a losing season in order for them to be like, you know, what I really feel that that um, Derek Mason's not the guy. He's, he's just not the guy anymore. Yes, the team loves him. Yes, our fan base loves him. But he's just not winning us football games. You know, I get it that Vandy is a – you know, they have a great basketball team and uh, they're great in other sports. But, you know, football, they are just the forgotten – the forgotten, you know, the forgotten cousin of, of the SEC. And, you know, nobody – you know, it's just the kids that get offers from them just – they just don't go there. You know, yeah, you get a lot of, you know, you're 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 lucking out if you get a a, a four-star recruit. You know, and the only reason he's going there is just to shine and really be able to kind of get get some, you know, maybe get into the NFL draft, but you know, but you got a lot of two stars, you got a lot of three stars and not to say there's anything wrong with being that. I mean, look at Joshua Jacobs going into Alabama. He was a three-star recruit going into Alabama and now look at him. He's one of the he's one of the top running backs. In the NFL, he was one of the best one of the best running backs at Alabama. That that you know, I mean, the guy the guys lights out. Um, not saying that any of those guys at Vandy are are bad, um, but I just don't see the strength there. I don't think that they've got the speed to handle the air raid coming into, um, uh, you know, co- coming into this game. I just I just don't see it. Um, you know, their quarterback, the quarterback for Vandy's got to do, he's got to do better. Uh, Ken Seals, uh, yeah, Seals, uh, looking at his stats right here, he's uh, 79 of 118 for only 730 yards. I mean, yeah, he's got a good, he's got a good completion record, but he hasn't thrown the ball that much. Um, you know, you got... You got Javon Marlowe at running back with 33 for 148 yards, um, zero touchdowns this year. Uh, you got Cam Johnson coming in at 224 yards. Uh, on defense, you've only got uh, Deshaun Jerkins. I mean, yeah, he's a safety. He's coming in with 26 tackles. Yeah, that guy's good, but. Is that going to be enough to handle that air raid? Because 
let's face it, Mississippi State, they're going to throw the ball. They got the speed on the receivers. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and they're going to be throwing it deep almost every time, you know, probably over 20 yards, over 20 yards per. I mean, and, and listen, Vandy is in dead last in the East right now. They're dead last. And it's just because they they're just not they're just not they're not winning the games. So, you know, give me yeah, I think Mississippi State's gonna cover this. They're minus nineteen. And I really feel that they're just gonna cover that one. Next on next up on the lineup, we definitely we've got a good one that's probably gonna be um, you know, I, at least I think it's going to be good. Now, listen, I will go ahead and admit South Carolina let me down a couple weeks ago against LSU. Um, you know, I had actually picked South Carolina to cover. LSU comes back uh, with um, with their backup quarterback and just just shows up and plays great football. Um, they look like a, they look like the LSU that we we were hoping for at the start of the season. You know, these guys are the defending national champions and. I don't even see him getting in the playoffs now. I mean, yeah, they'll get to a bowl game, but you know, it's not going to be a great. You know, it's going to be it's not going to be a high ranked bowl game. You know, it's it's you know we're looking at you know like the Alamo Bowl or something like that. The t- um, and um, but yes, they get into a they get into a um, you know. Like I said, LSU probably does get into a bowl game this year, but also you know. South Carolina let me down a couple week, you know, last week or week before with, uh, against South Carolina, and um, and then, but LSU then does lose to Auburn last week, and doesn't just lose to all. I mean, they lose to Auburn pretty bad, you know. I mean, Auburn shows up. Auburn, another team who is down this year, um, and then uh, LSU loses to them. But you got number seven, Texas A&M versus South Carolina. That is in Columbia, South Carolina. Kellen Mond coming in uh, 101 out of 156 uh, passes for 1,244 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, I think, you know, Texas A&M is minus 10 in this game. I like those odds. Um, now, here again, this could be another game that Muschamp, you know, they're they're putting pressure on him saying, hey, if you don't start winning football games, we're going to, you know, we're going to be looking for a new head coach kind of deal. Um, you know, Mrs., or excuse me, South Carolina is used to having that Steve Spurrier uh, coach, you know, just being able to come in and, you know, Steve Spurrier doing a great job, a great, you know, doing just a really good job. And so, um, but, but I really like Texas A&M in this one, minus 10. That's going to definitely be a, you know, uh, 24-14 game, uh, you know, 28-14, 32-14. I really see Texas A&M. They're going to be the more aggressive defense. They're going to have the, 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 the more veteran defense, they definitely have a more veteran quarterback in Kellen Mond. Now, yes, I have said that Kellen Mond is a little bit more on the overrated side. Um, I and I do, I still, I still stand by that. You know, when it comes to the big games, he just, just hadn't done it. Uh, I mean, well, the the big games that that are going to get them to a championship or get them to the the SEC championship. You know, yeah, they're coming in with a one loss against Alabama. 
with uh, with victories over Vandy and uh, Florida, Mississippi State, and Arkansas. I mean, but you know, Arkansas kept it close till right there, till right there at the end when you know uh, A and M started pulling away. Um, you know, Van, you know, first game of the season. Don't really look at that one because you know that's always kind of your warm up game. You know, seventeen twelve. Um, you know, Mississippi State they 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 were they were up two touchdowns, uh, twenty eight fourteen. Um, but here again, I think South Carolina pulls this one out. Or excuse me, excuse me. I mean, I think Texas A&M pulls this one out minus ten. I definitely see this being a twenty-eight fourteen game. I definitely see it going going in the favor of the Aggies. Now here again, you know, we also thought in, in two thousand and eight when when Florida was playing Ole Miss that Florida was going to come in there with Tebow and just blow them out of the water, and that just didn't happen. So I mean, this could be another one of those games. Also, this is a been nothing but a year of upsets. This has been nothing but a year of upsets. I mean, teams that you're 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 thinking are going to win just don't. I mean, I mean, you know, you got South Carolina who's got a win over Auburn. They got a win over Vandy, but here again, you lose to you know you lose to Tennessee. They lost to Florida. They lost to LSU. Um, they lost to LSU bad. They lost to you know, I mean, they lose to Florida by two touchdowns. They lose to Tennessee by by one possession. I mean, but here again, I really feel that uh, I, I I'm really confident on on that Texas A&M line minus ten. I definitely see this being a 28-14 game um, for for the Aggies, and I think the Aggies come out on top of this game. Uh, Definitely covering the spread minus ten. Now for the last game, because everybody else, everybody else in the league is taking a bye week this week. You know, Alabama always taking that bye week right before they play LSU, um, which is always a much needed, you know, always a much needed break. LSU taking their bye week right before they play Alabama. Uh, Auburn taking their bye week this week. You got Kentucky playing. A, taking a bye week um you got Mizzou taking a bye week you got Ole Miss taking a bye week I mean there's just a lot there's a lot of teams taking their bye week this week and and so there's there's only four four games that are going on this week for the SEC now this uh, so this last game these are two teams that have got to they've got something to prove um you got Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee versus Arkansas. Now this is in Fayetteville, so here again, like I like I keep saying, home field advantage doesn't really mean anything because of the 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 amount of fans that are allowed in the stands. You know, you're not going to be able to. Now, I personally feel that if Arkansas was going to be, you know, if this was full capacity the way Arkansas has been playing the last few weeks and some of the calls that have been against um, Arkansas that made them not be able to uh, win football games, mainly talking about that um, that Auburn game. Um, you know, these are two teams that have got something to prove. They've got something to prove. They need – they. each one of these teams need this win. Jeremy Pruitt needs this win – in order to keep 
talking to Phil to to you know Philip Fulmer there at at Tennessee to being like, listen, I'm your coach. We're still rebuilding. You know, just don't don't give up hope yet. Um, I do think Tennessee's defense is going to ha- is going to definitely put the definitely going to put the pressure on Felipe Franks. I definitely see that happening because you got a lot. You got a you know you got a big aggressive defense uh, in Tennessee. They had a lot of return, a lot of return guys come back to play for them again. This is just another. This is you know just another thing. Now, I do think if it comes down to just pure offense, which you know could be because you got Felipe Franks, who's uh, one hundred and five for one hundred and fifty nine. And he's already put up 1,213 yards, got 11 touchdowns. Um, definitely a better quarterback than Jared Garantano. Garantano is not, to me, is not that he's not the guy. I've, I've never, I've, I've always thought that he he needs to be benched, um, just because you know there was you know a couple years ago him coming in kind of being more of kind of being more of rogue like a rogue quarterback and um now with I mean you've got other quarterbacks that are sitting on the bench waiting waiting their turn there at Tennessee with you know Harrison Bailey uh but you know when Bailey was put in uh the one game he was put in he, the first thing he did was throw a pick or, or, or he fumbled at one of the two. I, I I can't quite remember, but, but anyway, you know, you've got a lot of guys, um, you've got guys that are just waiting their turn. They're, they're just, they're waiting their turn, waiting to see if that, you know, if, when Garantano leaves, I mean, I mean, Garantano's 83, 83 completions of one Oh five, uh, excuse me, of 135 attempts for 914 yards. Uh, he's already got – he's only got six touchdowns, three interceptions. And, I mean, he's just – he's just not getting the job done. He's really not. He's just not being able to – not being able to make those plays. Um, but I really feel that when it, when it comes down to the offense side of things that if you're going to have – you're going to have Felipe Franks uh, coming into this one – you know, coming coming into this one and really just kind of going to be able to control a little bit. Um, I mean, this is a minus one and a half game. Um, so here again, you're really just picking the you know you're just, we're just kind of picking the winner on this one. Um, but I really like the Razorbacks in this one. Um, I really like the Razorbacks in this one. I, I really feel that that Arkansas is going to be able to come out on top of this one, uh, plus one and a half. There, I think that that the offense is just going to be able to get things done. You know, ten, it tends to see when we see that Tennessee's offense gets a little rattled, they tend to kind of just sit back and and let things happen. Um, they keep making mistake after mistake. You know, they did it against Alabama. They they've done it the last few weeks. And every t- you know they did it against Kentucky, and which kind of blew my mind. Um, and so you know, I really feel that um, I don't you know I just really feel that that 
that Arkansas is going to have a better game plan coming into this one. The the offense is going to be a lot more receptive, um, especially, um, you know, I, I think that um, – I think that uh, that uh, Raheem Boyd and 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 Traylon Smith, uh, these guys are really going to be able to come out there and uh, and really push the ball, really push the ball. Also, you also got to remember that Felipe Franks is a mobile style quarterback. He is going to be able to run the ball, put up some yards against these guys. Now, I don't see you know this year haven't seen Felipe Franks do as much as we would you know as we would like. Uh, but he is coming off of that knee injury he received at Florida last year. I mean, he's only got 100. I mean, 58 attempts for 156 yards. Um, I think you know he's got uh you know he's really more been focusing on his passing game and and making sure being able to get the ball off. Uh, you got um, uh, Burks right there, uh, one of the top receivers. You know, 366 yards, uh, 26 receptions. Four touchdowns. I mean, this, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. I mean, this is going to be a, it's going to be a, you know, a 17 14 type game. Uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, 24 21 type game. It's not going to be a high scoring game. It's not going to be like what we've been seeing, you know, 40, 40, 50, 60 points coming into this. And I really just feel that, you know, like I, like I said, I just think that Arkansas is going to come out on top of this game as the winner. So give me Arkansas, give me Arkansas plus one and a half. Uh, definitely going to think they're going to be more along the lines of a plus seven, uh, plus plus five, you know, somewhere in that ball game or, or that ballpark. Um, and that's that's where I really feel that the games are going to be sitting this week. Um, these are definitely the bets that I'll be placing this week. Um, and so, um, and, and with all that to be said, I also want to go ahead and tell you guys, uh, inform you guys, we do have a Facebook back again. Um, it did have to be started all over again, but... But it is back, and it is oh so nice to be back. Um, we, you know, we we don't know what really happened. We couldn't really get much of a much of an answer from Facebook why our last page got got disabled and got taken down. Uh, so, with that being said, we just wanted to let you guys know we are back. So please follow us on Facebook at at Saturday Saturdays SEC. We had to kind of reverse our name for some reason. It wouldn't give us the old one back. It wouldn't let us take the SEC Saturdays. Uh, so follow us on Facebook at uh, Saturdays SEC, on Twitter at Saturdays SEC, and on Instagram at SEC Saturdays. And so if uh, so, please keep sending us the emails. Keep keep telling us your predictions. We would love to hear your predictions for for the weeks to come. Uh, we're going to, you know, we got a few people that are, that are lined up to come on the show, uh, that are going to be talking, just sitting down talking football with us. You know, the things that we love doing, the things we love, uh, the, the, you know, the, these are, these are definitely passions of ours and we want to keep things rolling, keeping uh, fresh content for you guys. Um, you know, especially going into next week, um, we're going to, you know, 
Uh, I'm definitely going to get try and get a get a couple people in here for next week. Uh, you know, one for sure, maybe maybe two, um, and want to sit down because next week we got some big ones coming up. I'm not going to go too much into that right now, but thank you guys so much for listening listening to this podcast this week. My name is JD Junkins. I am your host of I am your host of this podcast Saturday, uh, <coughs> SEC Saturday. Sorry if I could if I could only just speak for for a moment. Um, but again, hope you guys are doing well. Stay safe out there, and remember, we always want to hear from you guys. So please send us send us voicemails. You can send us a voicemail through our anchor page. Uh, you can um, send us an email that's attached to our to all of our social media accounts. And uh, so, but you guys have a great weekend. Hope you guys hope your team wins. Uh, if not, hate it for you. So anyway, you guys have a good week, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week.